What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Magical Living. I am your host, Raja Burrows, and today we're going to be talking about making the most of your time. So before we get into this, uh, before I even get into the promo stuff, um, a couple of you reached out and said that my the, the mic was down, the levels are down. Uh, I hopefully have fixed them. I appreciate you reaching out. All I can hear is, you know, when I play it back, if my levels are or cranked up, or on my speakers, or whatever. Um, so thank you for, for reaching out. Hopefully I have fixed that. If I have not, please leave me a comment, send me a message, because um, obviously I want you guys to be able to hear what I'm saying on this podcast and video. Um, and if you would like to, uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast and would like to watch it as a video, there was a link to my YouTube channel below to which you can like and subscribe. Uh, and if you're watching this as a YouTube video, you can find a link to the podcast, my anchor.fm page, uh, in the description below that. For all these places, please be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, I've been doing a little less on the social media promotion, um, really like bare minimum kind of stuff. Uh, so the best way to find out when new stuff drops is to like and subscribe uh, to the various platforms. And if you would like to book a personal session with me on Snug, you can do so using the link in the description below. All right, let's talk about time. I want to talk about time. I've been having a lot of feelings about time and planning and how to even just navigate this chunk of time that we're in right now. Because we're in a really interesting time where the institutions are trying to get back to business as usual. And in a lot of ways, we want to go back to business as usual, but we also have to recognize that it's not like we can just go back to March 2020. Like, we as individuals, as a collective, we have changed so much that... There's just no, there's just, there's just no way. We can't, ex right, it's the whole, uh, you can't, one cannot step in the same river twice, for you are not the same person, and the river is not the same river because the water has moved through it. Um, and that's kind of how I've been feeling these past, uh, I'm going to say a couple of weeks. Uh, I felt it very acutely last week like really intense i was going to the market and it felt like a, a switch flipped and all of a sudden everybody was like oh okay well um i guess it's business as usual and it was such a weird energy at the market because i was like why are people being afraid this is this has not happened in age why are people freaking out and everybody was just like a little edgy and they didn't know where their energetic boundaries were. And they weren't, nobody was trying to test energetic, like nobody was being confrontational about it. People just didn't know how much energetic space they were taking up. And it was such a weird, weird experience. And what it sort of made me realize and think and reflect on is like, oh, right, we're, like, the vaccinations are happening. Los Angeles County is now an orange tier. Like, 
things are moving. The vaccination rollout is happening. Um, as of this recording, apparently Johnson and Johnson vaccines have been suspended. So I don't know what that's going to do. Um, I don't know what that's going to do in terms of reopening things in LA. Cause I know that we got a bunch of Johnson and Johnson. That was like the big, um, certainly a Dodger stadium. It was just boom, 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 Johnson and Johnson. Um, but you know, energetically, like things are very much trying to move forward. And I was talking to my mom about this the other day. And what I was telling her is I was like, I, this time period right now, it feels like I'm repeating 10th grade because yes, I didn't get those credits. And yes, I did, you know, my freshman year of college before graduating high school, whatever. But I was like, oh shit, I still have to like take trig pre-calc. I still have to take biology. Oh, right. It's funny. I actually, one of my recurring dreams is that I'm back in high school and like have to redo high school, like redo a year of high school. It's a very strange recurring dream. Um, But I think about that and I think about that in terms of how I am so different now compared to before. And I want to be really careful about how I frame this because what I'm going to say is that I care less about making each day count. But what I mean by that is something very different. Um, What I mean by that is getting away from this idea of the 24-hour news cycle. And I don't just mean like news news. I mean social media news. I mean daily events, you know, daily rewards on games, day, like just like things that, that repeat on a daily basis. Those are the things that I'm really consciously trying to step back from now. And... What I'm realizing is as I'm... First off, I was like, okay, well, that's that, that's the thing that's killing me. That's the thing that's ruining my brain is this feeling of every day I have to keep up. And the more I dug into this when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about on this podcast, the more I was like, what was really getting me was the fact that it felt like at the end of every day, all of my progress on everything reset. You know, unlike a game like Animal Crossing, which I talked about, you know, a year ago, it, like that very much was like, in a lot of ways, like my saving grace uh, for the first couple of months of the pandemic. Like, for sure, I don't know what I would have done without Animal Crossing. I really don't. To give my day and my life some structure and meaning in my digital friends and it was a whole thing um and just like having chores to do and daily tasks like it was it's really rewarding in the context of animal crossing because when i chop the wood for the day the wood that i have saved does not go away like i can use that wood to make things and you know or if i don't use all of the wood 
I can save it and I can save up the wood. I can save up the rocks to make the big arch and this and that. And every day the resources regenerate. And so I can make the most of each day in terms of gathering. But it's not like that, you know, that thing of like, if you're given $10,000 a day, you know, but at the end of the day, you have to spend it all or it goes away. Well, that's the 10,000 seconds in every day that you're spending all the time. It's not that. It's not what I'm talking about. But it's incredibly rewarding to do something day after day when you're actually building something, when you're amassing something, when you're making progress on something, doing things, you know, on a day-to-day basis and being like, every day I'm just going to chip away at this thing a little bit more. That's amazing. That's extraordinarily fulfilling. I'm a big fan of it. I love it. But what I felt like I was dealing with, we were dealing with collectively, was no matter what, let's say you had a big marble, big chunk of marble, whatever you chipped away at that marble, 99% of it was going to come back the next day. And so you were basically starting from zero every time. And yes, over an incredibly long period of time, you could see that progress was made. But on a day-to-day basis, it was like three steps forward, 2.97 steps back, which is incredibly demoralizing because you're like, I put in three steps worth of effort. I should at least be rewarded for two of those steps. Listen, three steps forward, one step back, perfectly fine. Three steps forward, two steps back, I don't love it, but at least it's a chunk. But that's not what it felt like. It felt like every day was just a reset, when it, especially when it came to social issues. And that, you know, I got very sucked into the activism world, uh, and then I extricated myself from it because I just, my brain can't handle it, couldn't handle it, couldn't do it day after day. Um, and what it always felt like is whatever progress, and not even progress in the sense of like, Making social change. I understand that that happens slowly. I'm not expecting miracles. That's perfectly fine. But in terms of updating my worldview and processing information and seeing the world through the most contemporary, woke, forward-thinking, progressive lens, that's what I felt was resetting all the time. And that's what really got me. That's when I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't update my worldview every day to then have it be invalidated when I wake up the next morning. And then I have to reconsume whatever is new on that day because what I thought yesterday and my worldview yesterday is now insufficient to remain part of the conversation today. That's how I felt. And I was like, this is not sustainable. And so here, here's, a, here's a much more concrete example of what I'm talking about uh, in terms of how I am now choosing to think about time, maximize my time, at least in this ne- as I start to you know, ramp up into being a, a fully-fledged human again. So as you can see 
in the video back there. Um, that is my, so I have a day, day by day planner that I print out at the beginning of every week. And then I'll put in, you know, my appointments or whatever, you know, Sunday night, I'll print it all out and put in whatever I have for the next, you know, week in there. Um, but on the front page of that is my food journal. And I've started re-keeping a food, been keeping a food journal for the past couple of weeks. Um, the last two weeks were just track what you're eating, making sure that there's not a lot of processed food in there, that you're not eating french fries every day. And just, again, just sort of tracking the habits, seeing what your baseline is. And, you know, I was talking to my trainer about it and, you know, I'm making a lot of progress in a lot of ways, but I'm not burning the fat that I want to. And we looked at the food journal. I told him what I was eating and sort of what my general day looks like. And he's like, you know, I think your next step is to look at, um, make sure that you're not eat, getting too many calories. Because I think that based on the fact that you're eating really good food, broadly speaking, or at least reasonable food, um, you're probably just not creating a caloric deficit. And I was like, great, fantastic. So for this week, I've started um, not only tracking the food that I'm eating, but also tracking the calories. That is a kind of daily activity tracking that I'm super on board with. Because I'm just going to, this is not real science, what I'm about to say. So don't get mad at me for not knowing what I'm talking about. I know I don't know what I'm talking about. If I, let's say I burn 2000 calories, but I consume 1700 calories, then on that day, I will have created a caloric deficit of 300 calories. Woo. Then the next day, if I do the same thing, then I will have created a caloric deficit of 600 calories over the course of two days and 900 calories over the course of three days, right? That's amazing because by the end of the week, I will have created, you know, a nearly 2,000 calorie caloric deficit. That's fantastic. So in that sense, I'm very much about focusing on the day-to-day -day. but the reason that I that the only reason I can do that is because I can trust that it's not like overnight someone's gonna like force feed me food in my sleep and like reset all of those calories so I really will have only netted a caloric deficit of four calories right and that's that's what I'm trying to break away from and I think that when you start to take a longer view of things, and this is, again, this has always been true, but it's it's felt really hard lately to actually do this. When you take a longer view of things and when you set goals that are a little bit further in advance, the importance of individual things changes. And you can let go of certain things if they don't serve a larger goal. Okay, this is great, this is fine, but how do we actually put this into practice when the world still feels really uncertain? That is a fantastic question. Um, and it's a question that I don't really have all of the answers to, um, but here's where I'm at with it right now. I am choosing to trust 
that between now and next week, not a lot is going to change. It may. Something might happen. You know, the thing with the vaccines, that obviously is going to affect things, especially here in California, when we're about to, you know, on April 15th, everybody can sign up. But if we're halting Johnson & Johnson, that's going to be tricky, right? Fine. But that kind of a thing isn't happening every day or every three days or anything, anything like that. Um, and I think, I think that just, you can be, you can choose to take a longer view than you think when it comes to things. Of course, emergencies might come up. Things might come up outside of our control, whatever. But I think we can start to think of things as like, okay, between now and next week, here's what I hope to get done. Here's, I want to, you know, these are my food goals. These are my professional goals. These are my sleep goals, whatever it is, right? And that way, you can have a bad day and it doesn't wreck the whole chunk of time you were looking at, right? And listen, a lot of this also comes from my just living in New York. And New York is very much every day feels like it resets and every day feels brand new for better and for worse, right? Um, It's great. If you have a bad day in New York, you're like, whew, that was a bad day. Whatever, it doesn't count. Tomorrow is brand new, it's fresh, I'm a start, I'm a hit it. But when you have a good day, then it's really hard to be like, all right, I had a good day today, but everything resets tomorrow. I I have to hit it just as hard as I did, you know, yesterday, as I did today, as I did tomorrow, because, you know, the good days don't last, and neither do the bad days, and you just got to keep you just got to keep hitting it hard. Well, what that does is it weirdly, I think subconsciously, makes you have worse days because it's the only way that your brain can rationalize the fact that everything resets. So if every day you have a bad day, if you go to bed being like, that was a, that was a tough day, but it's okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and tomorrow's going to be better. You can sleep at night, like you can... That's okay, we can work with this. But, you know, I think that if you have too many good days in a row, you're like, wait a minute, all the good work that I did doesn't count. I have to redo everything? Oh, well, then why am I even going to bother trying to do good work if everything resets anyway? And so, again, that's the, that's the mindset I'm trying to break out of. It's tough. I'm working on it. Um, there is a lot underneath that that needs to get explored, but it's really starting to think of like the week and going, okay, what am I trying to do this week? And just choosing to not care about anything that doesn't last for longer than a week. Being like, I don't care. Listen, if it doesn't go away in four days, I don't care. I don't care. I do not care. 
It does not matter to me. I don't have the bandwidth to keep up with the latest and loudest. I just don't. I just don't. And choosing to be like, all right, so these are my food goals for the week. That's why I have every week is when my my binder resets, right? I print out the seven days of of the of the daily schedule. I tear off a sheet of my. I got a little. I don't know wellness calendar. I think it's meant to be a food journal or a task journal, whatever. Tear off a new one of those, hole punch it, put it in. Great. We're starting the week fresh. That has felt really, really good to me for now. Eventually, I want to start... When I started this process, when I started doing things like this, um, tracking the food, tracking the budget you know, stuff like that. Uh, I was going uh, a month at a time. And that's really what I want to get back to. I'm, I love I love the amount of time that a month is. It feels really good to me. Uh, I can accomplish a lot. I have a lot of room for mistakes. It's very forgiving. Um, I'm not quite there yet. I'm, I'm working on getting back there. Right now, I'm just thinking about a week at a time. Just one week at a time. And then soon, I don't know if I'm going to jump straight from a week to a month. I might do, um, I might, you know, do it from like new moon to full moon, full moon to new moon, right? So like half a month, uh, you know, two weeks charting things. But, you know, my eventual goal, certainly by April, May, June, ah, I'm going to say midsummer, June-ish, July-ish. Uh, is to really get back into thinking about month-long goals. I don't, I don't, I don't like to think more than a month in advance. More than a month in advance, that's a little tough for me. Um, just because historically, again, even when there isn't a pandemic, even when there isn't whatever, um, a lot can happen in a month. A lot can happen in a month. Um, so you know, planning out quarterly goals that's always felt a little that's felt a little tough to me um i would love to get there that's certainly on the horizon but like i'm work i gotta work my way up to being able to think that far into the future um but really the just the very conscious decision of just abandoning the day-to-day when it comes to updating my worldview, staying abreast of things. Of course, I have to meet obligations. Of course. But not thinking of them as like, I wake up, ah, Christ, what do I have to do today? What are all of the things I have to accomplish today? Otherwise, if I don't accomplish everything today, then a million other things are going to get piled onto my plate. First off, realizing if things are piling onto your plate then there is a fair to fantastic chance that you aren't setting clear enough boundaries, whether it's with people in your life, work, um, you know, the, the food that you're eating, the, again, whatever it is, there's, if you really feel like things are piling up, quote unquote, without you realizing it, without you noticing it, without you feeling like you have any control over it, 
I think that step one is to go, is there a boundary that I'm not setting properly, that I'm not setting strongly enough? And for me, that was digital communication. And realizing that one of the big reasons I was feeling overwhelmed is that I was just constantly talking to everybody I knew all the time. All of my friends in all different time zones and, and my parents. And like, I was like, oh no, this is way too much. And it gave me this feeling of like every day is like, all right, I got to check in with this person and 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 this person. And that's not helpful, happy, productive. You can't do that. You cannot do that. And once I set the boundary for myself of being really intentional about who I communicate with digitally beyond the like two sentence, two sentence, hey, congrats on the new job, you know, like the little brief interactions, uh, which I think are great for digital communication, but like the evolving conversations and the longer discuss being like really, really intentional about that, um, that did wonders. And I was like, oh, I actually can set boundaries and I can limit the amount of noise and nonsense that I am allowing into my periphery. Listen, you're walking down the street. Sometimes, you know, someone's just going to yell at you. That's just a thing that happens in life sometimes. It's fine. But if you find that there are things that are feeling incredibly urgent all the time, and it's not like you're you know, one month old child crying for a bottle because it needs to survive. Like if it's not that, you can act, you you can do a lot. There is a lot that you can do through clear communication, uh, implicit communication. Like there are a lot of tactics you can use that are all that are all kind, but to limit the amount of latest and loudest energy that's that's getting uh, foisted upon you. And that's that's really where I wanted to go with all of this, is this idea of, well, how do we let go of the latest and loudest? And a lot of it really comes down to what you allow into your space. Because everything in media is meant to feel urgent, certainly social media. But like, I, listen, I'm even watching Friday Night Lights right now, that show is very dramatic. Those are like, these are very high stakes, dramatic life issues, man, with like practicing safe sex and lying to your parents and, oh my God, my dad's a piece of shit and I feel guilty for him doing this thing to my co- Like, this is a very high stakes, very urgent, immediate things. And one of the reasons that Friday Night Lights works, like, I can't binge Friday Night Lights. Can't do it. I couldn't, I can't binge Breaking Bad. I can't binge Sons of Anarchy. Like, I can binge Harley Quinn. I could, I could absolutely binge Harley Quinn. Uh, but even Queer Eye, I, it was hard for me to binge. Um... Just because our bodies can't sustain that level of, like, excitement and upness and urgency and that, like, intense emotional chemicals moving throughout our body. Like, we can't sustain that. We just can't. 
So the onus is on us as adults to go, you know what? I am focusing on this as my week-long goal. Anything that doesn't fold into this week-long goal, like if it doesn't if it doesn't persist past this week, I don't care. And I'm just going to trust that it's somebody doing the latest and loudest thing, that it's either someone clamoring for attention uh, who doesn't actually need my attention, or it's somebody who I don't really want in my life, or it's just a piece of uh, social media nonsense. Then I'm like, oh, I need to unfollow that page. Oh, I, need, I really need to unfollow that YouTube channel. Holy hell. Yeah, that is not helpful or happy or productive or it's just, it's it's ramping me up uh, without settling me back down and I'm just living in a constant state of anxious agitation and I'm over it. I'm done. I'm not doing that anymore at all. So all of this is to say I think that it's important that we start to plan with a little bit more of a long-term lens. Not crazy long-term. If for you that's going from a month to a quarter, great. If it's going from a day to a week, great. For me, I'm at a week and I'm working up towards thinking about a month. Great. We don't need to be thinking about an entire year ahead. That's not strictly necessary right, for most things. But I think that it's important that we start to limit the amount of noise that we allow into our lives and be really intentional about, okay, well, if this thing is persisting, do I want this here or do I really need to set a hard boundary to make sure that it doesn't enter my energetic, physical, emotional, spiritual space? Um, But also trusting like, oh, if it's just if it's just like noise that's trying to get my attention, but it goes away in two days, then I can just ignore, like I don't I don't have to give it the time of day. And that's a really important muscle to build and it's a hard muscle to build, but I think the more that we work on it and focus our energy and intention on taking that longer term view, the better off we're gonna be. All right, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. As always, I love you. I see you. Now let's do the damn thing.